bat microphone turned on. Bat bat computer recording. Now listen, Robin. We mustn't judge the microphone. It's bat. subject to its alcoholic delusions. Now listen, Robin. My bat internet seems to be connected. <laughs> and the only thing that that could possibly mean is that somehow the Riddler... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Listen, I'm... Oh, I just punched my microphone. Sorry if that's a loud noise. Mm. Listen. Uh, okay, before we go any further, yep. Movie Men Bingo. Check it yep. out. It's in the show notes. Do it. Play along. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. If, if, if something happens in the episode that corresponds with a square, click the damn mm. square. A little <laughs> X will appear. Mm-hmm. And then you play bingo. Yeah. Uh, listen, I... I love... I love Batman. Yeah. Unapologetically. Mm-hmm. And... And in this episode, I will, I will at times, mm-hmm. slightly say things that will appear as though I'm coming to Batman's defense, yep. uh, or the or the defense of the film. However, I will never stop defending Batman, even though he doesn't need me to defend him. I need him to defend me. Good Lord, it's Batman. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say some things that will sound like I'm defending this film, and at times I will be. Having said that, at the drop of a hat, I will also abandon that stance. <laughs> if it's going to turn ugly, I will walk away. <laughs> um, yeah. So, listen. Listen, folks. Once upon a time, there was a film series called Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And we reviewed all of the Harry Potter films. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't done the Fantastic Beast films, but there's only two of them. We're like, ah, let's wait that shit out a little bit and see. Yeah. It seems premature you know. to start that. Yeah. Yeah. We'd do two and then be like, hey, hey, series. No. Um, but so upon completion of the Wizarding World friend, excuse me, I just burped. That was disgusting. That was um, filthy. Upon completion of the Wizarding World franchise, um, you know, we sat there and we're like, hmm, where do we go from here? And there's a there's a, a quantum quantum load of Batman films that have not deflowered your eyes. You're you've you've yes. only seen like the Nolan ones. Is that correct? Yeah, I think I've maybe seen one of the Michael Keaton ones, but that other than that, none of the previous. Yeah, actually, and 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 ages ago, ages ago, and I don't think I've really seen any of the DC ones, like the Batman versus series and all that. Oh, the D- yeah, that. the DCEU. Yeah, yeah. You haven't seen Bat. You haven't seen Affleck as no. as the Bat. No, I have okay. not. Um. So, anyways. We yeah we just said you know we should we should do all the Batman movies, 
Um, like not just like last week. Ones. I think like if you listen back to some of our early episodes, like, maybe like six months ago or something. Literally the first like ground zero episodes, like we would make references to Batman and then we would discuss whatever we were talking about. And then at the end of the conversation, like to wrap it up, you'd be like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll fix that. I know you haven't seen those films, but we'll, we'll get around to that. This is our us getting around first, to it. Our very first episode is about Robert Pattinson being <laughs> That's true, actually. Yeah. This podcast was built on Batman. Hmm. In a way, it was. And so it only feels appropriate now to work through Batman. Um, yeah. So we're going to do Batman 66, which is this episode. Um, Batman 89. Uh, Batman Returns. Batman Forever. Batman and Robin. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. uh, and then Batman v Superman, and then Justice League. Yes. Um, and something weird. We're gonna have to figure this out. Sure. There's gonna be a weird like timeline jump because before we reach Justice League, okay. the Snyder Cut is going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't wait on that. So mm-hmm, we'll have to sure. we'll have to discuss that at nauseum and figure out <laughs> what our plan is. Sure. Um but yeah, first stop, nineteen sixty six, Adam West, mm-hmm. Burt Ward, Caesar Romera, Burgess <laughs> Meredith. Good golly, sir. <laughs> uh you had never seen this film. No, I had not. Me neither. Oh, I'm surprised. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I am uh, surprised. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I'm I'm 28, sure. um, which means, you know, I was born in 92. Yep. Uh, and so Adam West as Batman predated me by- Of course. By two and a half decades. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my Batman growing up was Michael Keaton. Mm. Um, yep. And and as such, much of my allegiance um, lies with Michael Keaton. And in many ways, Michael Keaton is and always will be my Dark Knight. Um, <laughs> I think that Val Kilmer is questionable. George <laughs> Clooney is a mess. <laughs> Um, Christian Bale's a piece of shit. Whoa, now, son. And I do, I do like Ben Affleck as Batman, and I am, um, I have been an unapologetic defender of the casting of Robert Pattinson as Batman. You Um, have, yeah. But there will always be a very precious, special place in my heart for Michael Keaton. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I just didn't, you know, so I, I get that, that there's a lot of people out there who go, oh yeah, well, Adam West is, is the caped crusader with the boy wonder. Come on, Robin. Holy snapsicles, Batman. Like, um, but that just doesn't, it, it just, it predated me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right. Like, just like stumbling into random bars and doing LSD while I wasn't around <laughs> in the seventies. And... <laughs> Oh. And ha- and 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 had I been, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe <laughs> may- maybe that'd be my maybe that'd be me. But uh, I hope not. But it, you know, 
but it isn't. I was more of an ecto cooler kid. Mm. Um, but yeah, so so what do you think? First, it, wait, did you do? Did you surmise some trivia for this or no? No, not even a chance. No, yeah, no. that's fine. That's that's you know, Batman. Batman. Listen, that's all you need listen, to know. I I do anticipate having some trivia going forward, but plot twist. And, uh, you know, we'll get into how I feel about this movie. I, When I watched this movie, when I finished it, I, I had to just walk away. I could not spend another moment of my life, like, reading more about this film. I was like, I've committed my eyes to it. That is beyond enough. Let's break it down. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so, um, anticipation level going in. Hit me. Um, yeah, a, a pretty, pretty minimal. Um, you know, I feel like th- when we discussed which one should we start with, this was just more the intellectual answer of, okay, we got to, we got to do some background work. We can't just jump into the Michael Keaton, the 1990s. We got to, we got to start with the Adam West. It is kind of the, it's kind of the, I don't know if I want to say the gold standard, but it is the, the Batman that a lot of people think of, or at least the origins the of Batman. Is the OG, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. um, and I, and am, even, I am nothing if not a completist. I even oh, wanted, yeah, I wanted to <laughs> start with the oh. Batman from the twenties, which, which was like how long? We looked Tell it up, like long. it was well because it was a, it was a serial that yes. had been edited together into like a, a film, uh, yeah. but it was like four and a half hours or something, it, it and I just didn't know long. if I could put you through that. Oh, and uh, like I, I, I. To be fair, I did, I did consider it. I was like, okay, maybe, but it end, I ended up being like, no way, I can't. Well, I also stopped. Like, I think we just left. I don't think I ever heard you say no way. I think <laughs> I brought it. I think I brought it up and was getting some vibes, and uh, and so I think I abandoned the argument pretty early on. I was like, right. okay, well. You know, you scratched that off the agenda yourself. You're like, well, I think I know the answer to this one. Yeah, I was like, the, the man doesn't like vinegar on his fries. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put vinegar on his fries. Like it's fine. We'll just, <laughs> yeah, you know, don't throw your junk sure. in my backyard. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, okay. So you went into it thinking it was gonna be, you know, maybe a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> Basically, how, how, how did yep. you? You know, yeah. big steaming pile of guano. How did you um, how for the for the uninitiated, guano is batshit. Um, mm-hmm. How did you um, how did you come out of the film feeling? Yeah, listen, I'm I'm just gonna call it spade a spade. It was a piece of trash. Did not enjoy it. I think it it you know maybe it means more to some people who have a love for Batman and just the character. And his various interpretations in film. I'm not one of those people. Uh, we will. We might beat up on this film. We might disagree. I'm not sure how you feel. We'll get to that. Obviously, the film's a product of the time, so we have to take some things in context. But you know, it's not a good film. There's not a lot of merit to it. There's not a lot of well, hmm, but it has this. So you know, there, there there's this that it brings to the table. For me, it, it you know, it it was just. A piece of trash. I would never watch it again. I have to admit, there was some things that I just personally found funny. That just uh, my only experience with Adam West, I think, is more just in modern pop culture. Whether it is references Family to guy. him, 
or family guy or just all these things so when he would deliver lines i like sometimes i would get such a hoot out of them because i would listen to what he's saying and i'd be like no 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 he's he's not sarcastic here and this is you know in pop culture this is how it's delivered but in here he's being sincere like he's not being sarcastic or naive or or rude or or just sliding or shorting or sliding someone or throwing shade he's literally just being honest here and i I just got a hoot out of it sometimes um i I also my only other thing i'll say is dang we've come a long way for better or worse whichever batman is batman to you just night and day difference and uh you know like uh, all film from different decades has changed and had an evolution batman is no exception it has absolutely drastically changed over the years I don't know what you're talking about. I think we've regressed. <laughs> uh, what did you think of this? Like, what what were you thinking going into it? And then what did you think when the credits rolled? Which, by the way, I'm a little pissy. I was at least saying when I watched this film, okay, I've sat through this whole thing. At least give me the, the theme from Batman that everyone knows from the TV show. And when it didn't come, and when it didn't come at the beginning, it didn't come at the end. I'm like, there was not even one dang redeeming thing about this two-hour. It, oh, it does play at one moment, sort of during the film. <laughs> not enough. Um, but but not yeah. That and the other thing that was really missing was like the the kapa like the the right. visual comic book effects yep. as they were throwing yep. punches and and stuff like that they just um, kind of threw it in at one scene at the end right at the end and i was like ah no man like if you're gonna go <laughs> yeah if you're gonna go cheesy go the whole way yeah right? oh for sure um okay so i am unapologetically a batman fan oh yeah um a batman defender um a Batman apologist. A, a a Batman like I just I just I freaking love Batman. And the fan like I could sit here and I could start talking about about the the you know Batman and the several different Robins that we've had. Oh, and I don't yeah, mean act enough. and I don't mean actors, I mean characters. Hmm. Right? So so you have the first Robin who is the Robin depicted in this film, which is Dick Grayson, whose right. parents are killed um, at a circus, he's a member of the Flying Graysons, um, oh, and his parents are killed at a circus, and he is is adopted. He's taken in by Bruce Wayne, who hmm. you know by by virtue of the fact that Bruce Wayne is Batman and and leads this double life. I think Batman realizes, well, I kind of got to let this kid in on on this secret, right? Like, I don't know, he's gonna figure it out. <laughs> um, or maybe thinks he's going to figure it out, or 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 whatever. Um, you have the second Robin. So then, so then Dick Grayson grows up, and Dick Grayson's like, I don't really want to be Robin anymore. I want to do my own thing. And hmm. and Ro- and Dick Grayson turns into the the hero Nightwing, um, and moves to the city of Bloodhaven, and kind of does his own Batman thing over in Bloodhaven. Um, and and but occasionally, you know, like when shit really hits the fan comes comes running on in to to help save the day um hmm. the next the next robin being jason todd um who is kind of a no good 
pain in the ass dude <laughs> who is caught trying to steal the wheels off the Batmobile. Um, wow. And so he becomes Robin. Um, and then then he, he, there was this whole big thing. But everyone, all of the fans in the comics, like this is, we're talking decades ago now, but when Jason Todd was Robin, everyone hated him so much. Like the fans hated him mm. so much that they like actually did a poll where I think you could like call in and like, hmm. and say whether or not you wanted them to kill off Jason Todd. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Oh, and so man. then, and ultimately, like, I think it was, it was like a resounding yes. And so there's um, Death in the Family was a comic story where, where Robin, where Jason Todd is kidnapped by the Joker and tortured and, hmm. and, and, and seemingly brutally murdered and and that's all captured on tape by the Joker and it's sent back to 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 Batman um and then we discover a number of years later that that turns out he's not actually dead um hmm. and he became a vigilante known as Red Hood um who was kind of a play on the origin one of the origin stories of Joker from Frank Miller's um Frank Miller yeah Frank Miller's graphic novel, The Killing Joke. Um, so anyways, a whole long story. Next Joker, Tim Drake. Um, or not not next Joker. Next Robin is Tim Drake. Um, <laughs> and at one point, Bruce's son, Damian Wayne, is Robin. Um, hmm. We have a female redheaded Robin at one point. Like, So oh, wow. all of this is to say I could talk your ear off forever yeah. about Batman stuff. Now, having said that, if I were going face to face with someone who who was like, "Oh, I'm a Batman, friggin', you know, this is what I do. This is this is I teach college courses on Batman." I'd be like, "Okay, well, shit. Like, I'm <laughs> there's there's nothing I get. You know, if someone's gonna be like, um, no, actually, in 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 comic book issue three seventy four of um, well, then yeah, then I then you know, I I can't help you there, um, right." But I I know the main canon. I know who the characters are. I know the Bat family. You know Barbara Gordon uh, being being well initially being Batgirl. So do you know the story of the Killing Joke? No. So the Killing Joke, super graphic. There is actually a film, an, an animated film, um, of it recently, which was, <laughs> uh, which was met with divisive. Like it's an R-rated animated film, and I think it was met. Among the fans, it was kind of met with divisive um, critical response. Oh. Um, but yeah, so basically the premise of this is like like Batman, Joker shows up at Barbara Gordon's house, who is Commissioner Gordon's daughter, hmm. and also Batgirl. Oh. And he, and he doesn't know, but Joker doesn't know that. Joker just knows this is the daughter of Commissioner Gordon. He's he's trying to screw with and and play a a, a friggin' torturous joke on on Commissioner Gordon. He doesn't know that that Barbara oh. is also Batgirl. And he shows right. up. Yes. And he and he this shoots sound, her. This sounds familiar. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Shoots her through the spine, paralyzing oh my, her. Oh my gosh. And then strips her down and no. does. Questionable oh. stuff and photographs oh. it, and then oh. like kid kidnaps Jim Gordon and puts him oh. on a carnival ride, 
strips him oh. down, puts him on a carnival ride, and sends him through it. And on the carnival ride, he's like subjected to the pictures of his naked, mutilated daughter. Like really horrific story. Yeah, really horrific story. But um, which that, which that, is a side that, note. Which is a side note. It's a, it's incredible because I'm not familiar with the comic book universe that you know is obviously so different from what's depicted in the film because the film seems like the tampered down like here's the bedtime story we tell to our kids and the what you've recited the stuff that exists in canon everywhere and you know comics and backstories and other threaded out stories it's like the rated r like hey we're not holding back like take off the kid gloves and it's just yeah it's it's shocking in a way there's two things to remember. The first thing is that what I just depicted in the killing joke is was was a graphic novel. It wasn't yes, a yes, run of the mill comic. Um, yeah. The other thing to remember is the killing joke and stories like the killing joke came out in the 80s and 90s hmm. is when they started coming out. Right. This movie came out in 66 and Batman- right in yep. literature was a very different batman right in the 60s in the 20s 30s 40s 50s and 60s and 70s batman saw several different iterations several different like tonal changes although so did all comics um you know, new pressures came out and and even like regulations as far as like um, the, t- the the maturity of the content that could be shown and and all of that that stuff changed through the decades. Um, but but yeah, it, it, it he he over the years and especially at this point. We're talking mm. about a very different Batman in the comics. A Batman that's not too terribly dissimilar in a lot of ways to Adam West's Batman, to the Batman that we got in hmm. the movies. Hmm. Um, again, super, super campy, very silly at times. Um, yep. Little strange that absolutely every, like he's got to rebrand everything. Robin. I just remember this morning that I forgot to brush my <laughs> teeth using my bat toothbrush. Mm. Right? And it's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah okay. Or it's just, a, it's, <laughs> dude, it's just, a, it says Colgate on it. Like, it's, yeah, it's not, exactly. that's not a Wayne Enterprises uh, uh, toothbrush you got there. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, very, very different. You know, so, I mean, overall, here's my, my take Is it an amazing film? By my standards and by the standards that have been instilled in me because of when I was born and when I grew up, no, I don't think it's an amazing film. Mm-hmm. Um, do I think that it's hot trash? Taking into account when it came out, what its source material was at the time, and what is probably in some ways owed to it as a pioneer of comic book films. No, I don't, I, you know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's hot trash. Um, I think it was just a very different time and standards mm-hmm. were very different. Cesar Romero was able to say as Joker, no, I don't want to shave my mustache, just paint over it. 
And, <laughs> and, right? and right? that was kind of shrug your shoulders. That was kind of good enough. Okay. Yeah, okay, right? that works. Whereas nowadays like, it'd that, be like, this is no, a side dude, note. Like, did that not just drive you wild? Uh, no, because I knew. Because I knew. Okay. All right. That's kind of a, um, not a sticking point. That's among the bat fandom. That's a lot. We all know that. We all know okay. that. Okay. That, that he has a, a painted white mustache. Sure. Um, the film's got quite a rogues gallery. Um, you know, you've got Joker, you've got Penguin, you've got Riddler, and you've got Catwoman. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I didn't like, as far as their depiction, though, was, yes, Joker's present, but he kind of just feels like another player in mm-hmm. in this. Like, he he's not, he doesn't feel like the clown prince of crime. He doesn't feel like Batman's arch nemesis. He right. doesn't feel like the villain to end all villains to Batman, mm. right? He's just he's no. just kind of also there. He's part of like a a villain team up where they all kind of have equal pull. Yeah, and so that that didn't work as much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the part of this movie that I love, though, hands down, is the impossible ridiculous bullshit deduction that happens mm-hmm. where when which one? it's like which one yeah it's like ah oh, and and it happened out at sea 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 oh. as in catwoman and it's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. yeah <laughs> what <laughs> yeah which means the only possible Robin, the only possible explanation for this riddle could be that this, and and then they like give this detailed explanation of exactly what this riddle means, and it's like, Mm. oh, you're taking a, but that feels like a stretch there, but like, yeah, (laughs) you're you're taking a lot of leaps of faith with with this analysis. Has this has this tainted your desire to go forward? Uh, So, I mean. That's kind of the knee-jerk reaction when I was watching it. You know, when I when I was watching it, there was the, what have we done? You know, you start rethinking your life. You start thinking what you're doing with your life. But joking you aside, I mean... reinvest in some different stocks. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Maybe I should go home and rethink my life. I don't want to buy these death sticks. I don't want to and, buy these death sticks. <laughs> you know, joking aside, I mean... I I wasn't expecting a, you know a, a great ten out of ten film and it's exactly it delivered on my expectation, kind of like with James Bond, we knew that there was some trash or at least just some not as good stuff to get through to kind of weave some our way through. Can I can we call it just can we just call it dated? I yes and no because I don't always I don't want to just get into the definition or 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 the opinion that it's dated so it's bad because there are a lot of good films that are old look at the sound of music look at mary poppins look at citizen kane like there are good movies that are 10 20 30 40 50 years old that hold up so but i I wouldn't label it as comic book film yeah okay fair enough it's apples and oranges right fair enough but um yeah you can't compare this to Rogers and Hammerstein or something, but yeah, I, I, yeah. 
what I'm trying to say is I know what's coming. I, whether I like some of the films that I've that are going to be new to me or not, I'd realize that there will probably be more merit to them. There will be more meat on the bones to for me to kind of at least bite on and have some kind of interest in. So it, this is more just kind of the labor pains to get on the way to what we want to be at. Right. I will say that um, the fifth film that we'll end up watching, Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. with with Chris O'Donnell playing Robin, yep. okay, and George Clooney playing Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, the wonderful, beautiful, amazing, late Michael Gow playing Alfred. Hmm. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger playing Mr. Freeze. Right. Um, oh, come on. Uma Thurman playing Poison Ivy. Um, oh, wow. That oh, movie, wow. I don't... That movie, again, it's kind of the laughingstock of, of its era of Batman films. Hmm. So you've kind of got the four that are supposed to sort of be in the same continuity. So two Michael mm. Keaton films, a Val Kilmer film, and then uh, a George Clooney film. But the first two are Tim Burton films, and the second two are Joel Schumacher films. Um, but, hmm. but we'll get we'll get into that when we reach those episodes. Batman, hmm. Batman, and Robin. I, I do. I ultimately don't mind watching it. But I think a lot of that is a nostalgia. A lot of that is I grew up watching it. And as a little kid, although now one of, if not my favorite Batman movie, no, it is. It is my favorite <laughs> Batman movie that has been released is mm. Batman Returns. Mm, um, yeah. And I think a lot of people would agree with you. Am I wrong? Uh, no, I think it's, 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 it's pretty, you know, there's a lot, stuff. I mean, People are always going to disagree no matter what. Oh, of um, course. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think I don't think I'm a huge anomaly by by cherishing Batman mm-hmm. Returns. Um, no. But even even though now that's my favorite, when you're like six or seven or eight years old, it's mm-hmm. it, it it's maybe not as it's not as colorful. It's maybe not as appealing. So when I was that age, Batman and Robin was like it was a very approachable kid Batman movie. Um, mm. and so, so there's nostalgia there for me because I watched it so much as a kid. You, however, having not seen <laughs> it, yeah, you, I don't think that you'll think, I don't think you'll think it's worse than the film you just watched, mm. but it might be a photo finish. <laughs> like it's, it's. It is from a from a film standpoint, from a comic book film stand. It is bad. Oh mm. my god, is it bad? Um, and like I said, I can tolerate it because there's a lot of nostalgic there, nostalgia there. Um, but it's oh boy, has it got issues? Okay. Holy <laughs> hell, has it got issues? Okay. So look forward to that. Fasten fasten your bat belt, and uh, you know, hmm. look forward to that. Um, what else? What else? What else? Talk, talk to me about, talk to me about Batman. Do you have any questions? Does this no, film make you no. go, ah, you know, what about this? What about, um, you know? Not, a, not about Batman. I, you know, I wondered at times what this film's tone was. I was trying to, like, I was trying to 
understand what its identity was because sometimes it seemed like it was an action and adventure film. Sometimes it just seemed comical and farcical. And I'm not saying that is like it's an aged film. So just out of context, it was comical and farcical, like just different kind of themes and tones that they were intent i believe they were intending to give i just kind of got some mixed signals definitely some mixed signals i felt the same way i did look it up halfway through the film Mm -hmm. and i was like is this intended as a comedy like is this is this in some ways supposed to be a parody of the character Mm. um and nothing i could find supported that Everything I saw on the internet, as far as genre goes, just said American superhero film, hmm. or or action film, or comic film, or you know whatever whatever you want to call it. But nothing said action comedy, superhero comedy. Um, yeah. So and yeah, there, hmm. I agree though. There were moments that were like even for 1966, even for yeah. what this is and what I was expecting. Are they are they even remotely taking this seriously? Was it the intention to take it seriously? Like what what was the mindset here? Because <laughs> right. because and because it but it seems to flip flop. Like mm-hmm. like there are times where they're like, oh, okay, they're taking this as seriously as you could take this in the '60s, given the source material. Yeah, and yeah, then five yeah. minutes later, it's like, oh, okay, now they're like, now they're like completely out to lunch here. And mm-hmm. and how does if they if this is supposed to be serious, how is Adam West not going, oh, my God, I'm not making enough money to do this. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, do you have anything else? No, I don't think so. I mean, you know, there were some things I got a kick out of, you know, just age related to the film. So it was fun just. The Batmobile is a piece of crap out of con- in the context of today's Batmobiles, but oh, whatever. people love that! Oh, you've just upset a huge group of people. Oh, Again, it doesn't a... it doesn't do it for me, but that's oh, because not it's not the Batmobile Batmobile that I grew up with. Oh. But but people love that thing, man. That is iconic. <laughs> Actually, here's something else. Uh, I'm not, I'm going to stand by that. That Batmobile is a piece of junk. Come at me. Uh, uh, just, just, to, just to highlight just the caliber of like the, the the tone this film is sending. When Batman calls uh, some naval officer, I don't even know who the heck he was. Just a routine question: Have you recently sold any war surplus submarines? And if so, to whom? And I yeah, just, give me I, one second there. I'm gonna have to check. Let me check my Rolodex here. Yeah, some, something that like that just... happens so frequently that I it, it doesn't <laughs> doesn't. Oh yeah, uh, earlier this morning, in fact. Good, <laughs> look, would you look at that? <laughs> and they paid with cash without a return address. Yeah, exactly. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, just that. And just that's, things that's like that. That's funny if you smush his name all together like that. It spells the name of a villain, huh? <laughs> Go figure. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Scale of zero to ten. How do you Get, rank Batman just, the movie nineteen sixty six? Are you ready? Oh, are you ready? I don't think I. I, I don't think I am. I feel. Brace I feel, yourself. My my guess is that you gave it a bit more of a uh, uh, a fair evaluation. Okay. But with me, 
on my scale. I rounded up just to just to be kind. I rounded up. Oh, okay. And, and with with rounding up, I gave it a one out of ten. Wow. So it just it just barely is holding on for dear life at the worst category I can give a film, which means I guess if I'm at a cottage and there's no Wi-Fi and it's raining, I would maybe and someone throw has this, a gun to my head. <laughs> I would maybe throw this VHS in the VHS player, but with this film, I'm not even sure I would do it to be honest. So, yeah. one out of ten. On Marshall's scale, believe it or not, I gave it a two out of ten, so it was double wow. the so score. Marshall, Marshall being a friend of the show, also the person that invented uh, invented Movie Men Bingo. Marshall's invented Movie Men Bingo. It's, it's basically Marshall Marshall's show. Oh yeah, this it should it's basically be. his yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So two. Apparently, two out he of 10. loves Batman because he gave it a two out of ten. All right. Good job, Marshall. Hmm. What did you? I'm I'm assuming you were more fair. What did you give this out of ten? I give it a three point eight. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Were you expecting higher? I was expecting maybe like a four or a five. Yeah, three point eight. I you know, I I feel pretty confident in saying I will never watch this movie again. <laughs> um, I am surprised, I just have, I, but not because uh, I was but not like, surprised. Yeah. Not because I'm like traumatized by it. I just have no need to. I just don't care. I I like, am traumatized. I am I will go on record saying I am traumatized, but continue. Right. But it's just yeah, it's just not my cup of tea. Um but I think there are some factor there are some some mitigating factors. I think there's some things that you need to consider um which for me at least bring it up from the depths of zero. What I will well, I will. What I will acknowledge, and I, I didn't fully agree with you on this for James Bond. With James Bond, I was take it or leave it. Whether we needed to watch the whole series to appreciate the more modern day interpretations of it, and I get the intellectual argument you're making. There, there's there's merit for it, but I just wasn't. I wasn't as on board. With this one, again, I would never recommend that saying anyone should watch this going into the other Batman films, but I'm actually intrigued to just have this as a baseline to say, okay, we've got a pulse of Batman at this point in history. Now moving forward, forward, we've got some context. So context. Right. Let's, so let's, I will. Let's jump 30, uh, 33 yeah. years now. No. Yeah. 2020. Oh, mm, shit. 20, 20, no, 23. Nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, let's jump. Let's jump twenty twenty three years now, and yeah. see what what a difference is made. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, I I cool. have to say my my appetite is I am I'm very intrigued to go forward. I am. Cool. Uh, well, if this is the part, if you're new to the show, this is the part of the show where Pete and I just kind of ask each other what other film adventures we've been on this week. Um, yes. so without further ado, Pete, what, uh, what have you watched? Okay. So I watched two films and I think it was just two, uh, one, two. Yeah. Okay. So the first film that I watched was, I guess a prequel. Um, it's a Netflix original that just came out in 2020 and it's kind of a prequel. It's called Mank. It is Gary Oldman 
It has Amanda Seyfried in it, um, a few other notable faces and names. Um, but it's it's it has to do with the one of the main screen pre- one of the main writers uh, with Citizen Kane, which I watched uh, last week. And so it was just kind of like a fictional, kind of a historical fiction-ish biopic kind of film um, on Netflix. It was interesting. Um, I wouldn't wouldn't necessarily recommend it to anyone. It wasn't uh, right home worthy about, but um, it was was an interesting view for someone who does like Citizen Kane, which I do. Um, So it's called Mank. The only other film I watched was kind of a joke film. And uh, I'm, I want to say two, maybe three years ago, back when we were allowed to gather with people without wearing masks and without doing things. Uh, oh, the good old days. The good old days. I mean, the only, the only issue then, uh, it feels like back when we were allowed to, to congregate was we had to worry about rickets. Mm. Um, but now that <laughs> rickets is no longer <laughs> something yeah. that's afflicting us. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to a secret Santa with a group of friends and, um, what it was, it was one of the themes. So it was instead of actual gifts, just kind of buy gay gifts, you know, spend a few, just literally like a couple dollars, just kind of get something. And one of the, the gifts that we walked away with was a Blu-ray of a 1992 film starring Nicolas Cage, Sarah Jessica Parker, and because his name is escaping me, he's the father from the Will Ferrell elf movie. Forget his name. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Rob, Robert, Robert? I don't know. I know who you mean. Yeah. Um, so we've, wa- we've watched this film finally after sitting on our shelves for years. Um, yeah. It's called Honeymoon in Vegas. And it... I don't know what was more traumatizing, this or the Batman film. Uh, actually, okay, so the name is James Cam. James Cam. Uh, okay. No, not at all. Regardless. All right. Not at all who you thought. But anyway, it's a considered a romance comedy. It was. It's kind of wild. And in some ways, the movie hasn't aged quite well. And it, at times, even just when the movie was fresh on the block, I don't think it was that great of a film. My wife and I got a hoot out of it, though, just because sometimes you just need to watch a movie that you don't have to think about, that you literally get a laugh from, both from scenes that are intended to make you laugh and both at scenes that you look at each other, you look back at the screen, and you look back at each other again and go, wow, some screenwriters thought that was a good idea to put in the film. Can't believe they kind of just did that. But uh, we got a hoot out of it. And I guess that's all that matters, really, when, when you get a, uh, a comedy, a romantic comedy as a gag gift at a secret Santa that includes Nicolas Cage. That's oh, all you can hope right. for. Yeah. yeah. What did you watch this week? I'm trying to think. I think I only watched four films. Um, okay. Is that accurate? No. I watched five films. Um, hmm. none of them were new. They're all, they were all rewatches. Um, okay. but sometimes, sometimes you get to do that. I'm, you know, I watch oh. a lot of oh. new movies. Sure. And so, um, sometimes you just need to go back and seek the comforts of, of yesteryear. Um, well, and there's some films that you really want to break down more. You want to say, what did I miss the first time or what, 
what do I appreciate about this film and you just want to return to what you know? I'm, I'm with you 100%. Uh, I would say two, two of them. Two of them were like, okay. So two of them were like, one was a guilty pleasure. One mm. was a classic. Cats. Two were, two were f- just phenomenal top-notch movies. Hmm. And one was like, uh, why, why, why? I put <laughs> it on to fall oh. asleep to and then didn't end up falling asleep. So ended oh. up watching it all. Yeah. Oh. I don't know, you know. So the first one, which yeah. is kind of a guilty pleasure movie, but I don't think I don't think it's bad either, was um the nineteen ninety-eight film yeah. with Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. and Raven Simone. Okay. Dr. Doolittle. Like oh, the, okay. the the yeah, the the yeah. you know. And never and seen crazy, it, but I'm actually familiar. crazy cast, crazy cast, because mm, it's got okay. like, like um, uh, Norm Macdonald plays a dog. Chris Rock plays the guinea pig. Like there's a there's a oh wow, Ellen DeGeneres plays a dog at the beginning of the film. Like there's a lot of people in this movie that as oh, a yeah, kid I was like I don't know who any of these voices are, and then mm. as an adult I was like oh, right yep, uh, so I watched that one. Okay. Then I watched a film that is a masterpiece. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Fifty First Dates. Oh yes. Oh and I cr- yes. And, and I cried. Yeah, I cried. as you I've, should. I've seen it before, as but you I should. cried. Yeah, I was like, no shame. You know, I cried twice. I cried the first time she has a bad day, um, and sort of her response to what's happening, and then mm. I also cried at the end. When wait, the end was like kind of a mix between happy tears, but also oh, that's so sad, like you know. Uh, so that uh, the next one was the other masterpiece, which also made me cry right at the end. Um, I rewatched A Star Is Born. I love that movie. Oh, really? The the Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper rendition is so good. Sam Elliott. It's it's Dave Chappelle. It's it's an amazing film to me. Hmm. Um, yeah, it was really good. Uh, the next one that I watched, which is just a classic, mm-hmm. is The Emperor's New Groove. Oh yeah, that is such a yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the final one I watched, which is the one that I put on to fall asleep to, and then I didn't end up falling asleep, and then I was like, uh, should I try to sleep now, or should I get drunk to try to forget? what just happened <laughs> uh and ultimately i just went to bed but uh okay. it's the movie this is the end which uh, is like yeah. the yeah. seth seth rogan mm. Mm. a parody apocalyptic j bar mm. barshul yeah. um michael Sarah is in it briefly actually briefly yeah. everyone's in it rihanna's in it There's Kevin Hart's backstreet in it. boys backstreet boys are in it are they I was yeah. I think I was just at the end. I was just I don't okay. Yeah, maybe yeah. I don't know. I was dozing a little bit towards the end. Thankfully, as you should. Um, yeah. Jonah Hill's in it. It was just like uh, it's just not. James Franco's in it. It's just not a good movie. I mean, mm-hmm. if okay, if you're into that brand of humor, then it's probably a, a really great film. The 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 visual effects were impressive for being a comedy. Uh, but it was just, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. This is like, it's like watching The Hangover. 
The first mm-hmm. one's kind of like, okay, this is new and fresh. And then after that, you're like, eh, this is just the same crass brand of humor. I'm over it. Yeah, it's it's one of those films that I wa- watched or at least started watching. And then it's one of those ones that you just kind of put it on pause and you go, this isn't me. And you just kind of walk away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so wrap it up. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. If you haven't done so, please like, follow, subscribe on our social media pages, and the links are below. Also, give us a good rate and review on whatever app or site you're listening to the show on. It helps our show. If you're feeling like helping our show financially on Patreon, you can check out the links below uh, for Patreon and our merchandise page. It helps us maintain and grow the show, and it allows us to give you some perks back for helping us out. If you're not at that level of support, no worries. Um, And we'll catch you guys next week. When you said whatever site you may be listening to us on, I had this brief moment where like, not not like wishful thinking, but just from like a from like a psychological, like fascinated as to how the internet works kind of way. <laughs> I thought to myself, what if somebody is listening to us on a pornographic website? I would just what? like, how did we get, how did we get there? How, how, <laughs> wh- why are we, who, who put us on this site? And should I be, should, is that, is that flattering? Is it disturbing? No. Is it both? Just... What does that mean? <laughs> There's a, this is for the bingo players at home where Peter doesn't buy into a Brady bit. This and you is... Also rec- and you also recoil at one of my jokes? This, yeah, this, that, that was this maybe is, like a twofer. This is a twofer right there. But it's also not really a joke. Like, it's also me just no, actually no, wondering no. what yeah, happened. That's true. And why? What and if... why would it be there? And what does that mean? <laughs> uh, yes. What is audio adult content? It's just, just like, <laughs> weird. Yeah.